Hello, I'm Reverend Fran Humphrey, the curate in Wigan West Hub. Today is Saturday the 17th of April and we are continuing our readings about God's power. We are reflecting on a passage from the book of Numbers. It is from chapter 17 and I'm reading verses 1 to 11 from the new revised standard version. The budding of Aaron's rod. The Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Speak to the Israelites, and get twelve staffs from them, one for each ancestral house, from all the leaders of their ancestral houses. Write each man's name on his staff, and write Aaron's name on the staff of Levi, for there shall be one staff for the head of each ancestral house. Place them in the tent of meeting before the covenant, where I meet with you. And the staff of the man whom I choose shall sprout. Thus, I will put a stop to the complaints of the Israelites that they continually make against you. Moses spoke to the Israelites, and all their leaders gave him staffs, one for each leader, according to their ancestral houses, twelve staffs, and the staff of Aaron was among them. So Moses placed the staffs before the Lord in the tent of the covenant. When Moses went into the Tent of the Covenant on the next day, the staff of Aaron for the house of Levi had sprouted. It put forth buds, produced blossoms, and bore ripe almonds. Then Moses brought out all the staffs from before the Lord to all the Israelites, and they looked, and each man took his staff. And the Lord said to Moses, Put back the staff of Aaron before the covenant, to be kept as a warning to the rebels so that you may make an end of their complaints against me, or else they will die. Moses did so. Just as the Lord commanded him, so he did. Moses and Aaron had led the Israelites out of slavery in Egypt, and the events in the passage that I have just read took place during the forty years that they were wandering in the wilderness, before they entered the promised land. This was a period during which the Israelites often complained about Moses and Aaron's leadership. One such challenge had just taken place. Some of the leaders of the tribe of Reuben had led an uprising of 250 leaders of the Israelite assembly, challenging Moses and Aaron's authority to lead the people. They had said, you have gone too far. All the congregation are holy, every one of them, and the Lord is among them. So why then do you exalt yourselves above the assembly of the Lord? Numbers 16 verse 3. The uprising failed, but it was swiftly followed by a challenge from Korah, a leader of one of the other families of Aaron's tribe, the tribe of Levi. Why should Aaron be the priest? Why not one of the other leaders? The previous uprising had ended in bloodshed. Moses and Aaron did not want there to be further loss of life. Even though the people had turned against them, they interceded humbly before God on their behalf. They showed faithfulness to their calling as shepherds of Israel, to stand in the breach when the flock was in danger. The Lord responded to their prayers for mercy graciously. He instructed Moses to collect the rods, 
the ceremonial staffs carried by each of the leaders of the ancestral tribes. He directed that each staff should have the name of the leader written on it, so that there could be no dispute afterwards about who they belonged to, and that, for the one from the house of Levi, Aaron's name should be written on the staff. As ceremonial staffs, these were symbols of authority that would have been carried by the leaders. They may well have been very old, and the wood would have been dead and dried out. The leaders were told in advance that the staff of the person whom God chose as priest would sprout. This meant that there could be no doubt, after the event, that God had appointed this person. The staffs were placed overnight in the tent of meeting, the place where Moses met with God. The next morning, when Moses brought them out, each of the leaders claimed the staff with his name on it. Aaron's staff had miraculously sprouted, so it was clear to all that no one had slipped in during the night and substituted a newly cut branch from a nearby almond tree. No ordinary branch could have buds, blossoms and almonds all at the same time. God had made it abundantly clear that he had called Aaron as priest. It was not Aaron's pride or selfish ambition that had brought him to this position. As someone called by God, he had God's authority. So if anyone complained against him, they were complaining against God. That was very serious. Rebellion against God led to death. I think it is important to see that Moses did not try to settle this dispute himself on his own authority. He knew that would not convince the complainers. So he laid the situation before God and left it with him. God provided the miracle, a demonstration of his power that was not just for a moment in time. Aaron's staff was kept in the tent of meeting as a testimony, a witness, a warning to would-be rebels. This tells us that the visual evidence of the miracle must have lasted for some time. The buds, blossoms and almonds remained on the staff. Fruitfulness is a way of showing that a person has been called by God into a particular ministry. We cannot bear fruit by ourselves, so if we are just driven by pride and ambition we will fail, just as the staffs of the Israelite leaders, who wanted priestly authority for themselves, remained dead and bare. Jesus tells us this clearly when he talks about the true vine in John chapter 15. Abide in me as I abide in you. Just as the branch cannot bear fruit by itself unless it abides in the vine, neither can you unless you abide in me. I am the vine, you are the branches. Those who abide in me and I in them bear much fruit, because apart from me you can do nothing. John chapter 15 verses 4 to 5. Just as the buds, blossoms and almonds remained on Aaron's staff, Jesus says, Jesus says, If you abide in me, and my words abide in you, ask for whatever you wish, and it will be done for you. My Father is glorified by this, 
that you bear much fruit and be my disciples. John chapter 15 verses 7 to 8. Jesus promises that, as we respond to his calling, we will go and bear fruit, fruit that will last. John chapter 15 verse 16. Here in Church Wigan, it is exciting that we are seeing God calling many people as leaders in our communities, in a wide variety of contexts. Let us pray that we will recognise his calling on people's lives through the fruitfulness of their ministries, and that we will be united in supporting those whom God has called, that they may flourish and thrive. Amen. And finally, as our Saviour has taught us, so we pray. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours, now and for ever. Amen.